All right, what is happening, everybody? It is, what is today? Today's Wednesday. I am, it's about 3.15 already. I, uh, I typically only do these podcasts when I have like a longer drive in between properties, just because if I'm in cutting in town, a lot of my properties are like within five minutes of my house, so it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to to get on and start something, but I've got to go back over to the other side of town to knock out a new customer. And, um, I had a customer call me. I, I was doing the hospital, and that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> so I was cutting that hospital. I know one of the first podcasts I did was talking about, you know, giving up that job and whatnot. So currently they're two months behind on payments for me. They've never actually paid me. So I'm going to have to go in and I stopped. I was originally, I agreed with the maintenance guy that, you know, I, I would continue to cut it until they found a, um, a new company to, to take over. And I even gave him some suggestions of, uh, strictly commercial companies that do a heck of a job. Um, there's a town just south of us that company does a lot of work in. Um, and I could never get him to like bite at it and I couldn't figure out why. Well, I found out they're trying to hire someone onto the staff at the hospital to do nothing but maintain the property. Um, I think they're going to have an incredibly hard time. I mean, they're, it's advertised at like 14 to 17 bucks an hour. They might get someone young in there. And then as soon as the guy realizes, you know, what he's doing and, hey, I can go do this on my own, he'll, he'll split and they'll be back in the, in the same predicament that they're in now. Um, I had heard through the grapevine, you know, they're really bad at paying their bills and, and whatnot. And, you know, it's worth it just to, well, they owe me a substantial amount of money, but um, it was worth it because the price was right at, at the time. Um, now that I've given it up, it, uh, it's not worth fighting back and forth and continuing to maintain the property if, if they're not even going to pay their first month's bill, which is what, uh, so August, July, so that'd be June. Their June bill has still not been paid. Um. I do have in the, I have a contract with them, um, that, you know, they have a net 30 and past the net 30, they get a, I think it's like $250 late fee. Um, and I built that in there knowing that they have a hard time paying their bills. This is not like a regular hospital system. This is like a it is a rural country hospital, and unfortunately, they've had a lot of bad management throughout the uh, the past like 10, 15 years, and 
it's just, I mean, they, they've shut down parts of the hospital. They don't do labor and delivery there anymore. I mean, everybody's just kind of like left. And the problem is, is that hospital costs a fortune to run. And our county is paying a lot of this. They keep coming to the county wanting more and more money. It's like, well, what'd you do with the last ten million dollars? And working there for a couple of months, you know, I was able to see. I mean, that I do think they're just—they got some bad management. I hate it. I wish. I wish that um, we have in North Georgia. We've probably got three different big hospital systems. And I think it'd be fantastic if one of them came in and bought uh, bought the hospital. They've had a- offers on it before. The problem is, is I think it's that small town ego where, you know, no, I can run this better. And it, the, the proof is just not there in the pudding. And I don't know if that ship has sailed as far as another hospital wanting to, to buy it. But I, I would imagine within the next... Two to three years, it will be either under new management or they'll just shut it down. I I don't see how they can keep going. But anyway, all that to say, um, I had somebody call me that is right off the street where the hospital is. It's It's a small little yard problem is, is it's on a gigantic hill and uh, of course I used the um, used the grandstand on it last time and it did pretty darn well um, of course I was last time it was a couple weeks ago we I think we got rain that uh, that week and I was trying to beat rain and stuff so I, I didn't do my normal you know learning on a new property so I will be doing that here shortly. Um, we are actually supposed to get rain tomorrow. I mean, there's not supposed to. There is a chance of an afternoon thunderstorm. And, man, I am hoping for it because these lawns are turning brown. Um, nobody up here irrigates. I mean, it's just... Uh, to see someone with a sprinkler system is an oddity up here, unless you're on the lake. A lot of the lake homes, they'll, they'll have some, uh, some uh, irrigation systems and, and whatnot because they've got high-dollar lawns. But um, when you're in town, nah, nobody, nobody cares. It just kind of is what it is. If it turns brown and dies off, then they see it as a plus that they don't have to pay the long guy. Um, of course, I don't like it. I like uh, I like the grass to continue to grow. Um, a lot of what I call the field yards, where it's just that mix of it's a mutt grass, really. It, all the different kinds of stuff. They have a lot of weeds growing, but. I've got a couple of uh, zoysia and Bermuda lawns, and they don't look burned up for some reason. I'm cutting them much higher, but I figured those things would be toasted out this week. And 
it had some growth on it. I didn't cut much off the top just because I want to leave it long while it's super hot, but um, I was really surprised. Um, I wanted to, I was talking yesterday about the battery powered tools, and I think I was talking about uh, Julio Tomei and the Crest stuff. Well, I just happened to see that Paul had the guys from Crest on. I guess it was today. Um, so I listened to that. And I like their philosophy as not comparing it to other battery-powered equipment, but comparing it to gas-powered equipment and the reliability and the durability and all that. Um, and they were talking about how much more efficient it would be and this, that, and the other. But what they don't tell you is the price. <laughs> so he was saying, you know, you need the the little mower, the hedge trimmer, the uh, edger, the string trimmer, the this, that, and the other. He goes, you need two or four of uh, this amp hour battery and two of the big battery. Um, and that's where I was like, man, that's what's killing. That's why the barrier to electric is so bad. That stuff, those, each one of those big batteries is like $1,600. And I don't remember, I looked up last night, um, the cost of that stuff. Their equipment is not bad. I mean, it's like $399 or 421 or whatever it is it's consistent with what a gas piece of equipment would be i got no problem with that the problem is is the batteries my goodness and i can't remember what that charging system uh where you can get eight uh your batteries charged in eight minutes um that thing's a couple of thousand dollars it's like by the time by the time I integrate myself into that, I'm 10, 10, 11 grand into this thing. That's a lot of gas-powered equipment. And having already, already have a lot of gas-powered equipment, so to change over to all that, I don't know that that makes sense. Now, maybe they're more geared to, like, a crew or something like that, because he was talking... Um, you know, you can get, you know, two guys on the string trimmer and the blower, and then you come in and pop that, that back on. You know, I can't, I can't relate to uh, what having a crew would be like. So I, I couldn't, couldn't tell you yay, nay, or, or anything different. Um. But as a solo guy, that price tag is, I mean, that's a huge barrier for me to, to cross. I mean, that's a, that's a ton of money. Um, is it more efficient? It very well might be. I, um, I don't know. I haven't used it. But from the cost of, of giving, getting in 
Now I could buy a like the string trimmer and one of their batteries, but then I've only got one battery and I'm not getting that benefit of the eight minute charge because I don't have the the big daddy charging unit and yeah, in order to take advantage of all their what you want to call it range or, or whatever you have to do have all these little pieces uh spread out in each one of those little pieces is big money um i am looking forward to seeing it at equip this year i want to get out there and try it and and uh compare it to some of the other stuff i guess that's the biggest thing is once you i feel like once i commit to something i'm in it um because you're spending thousands of dollars on this stuff and you have to you have to hope that they are continuing to innovate and um, have that continuous improvement mindset otherwise you know another company is going to come in and they're going to be able to make things much more efficient then you're stuck with you know having to get rid of this entire system that you've got and get into something else I don't know. It's just uh, it's just kind of what I was thinking about. I was just listening to that um, interview Paul had with the guys in Charlotte, um, which is kind of nice because I did not realize that they were in Charlotte, which is only like three hours from me. Um, but I'll be curious to see, you know, what uh, what they bring to GIE and comparing it to some of the other stuff. Or not GIE. Keep calling it GIE. It's Quip. Um, we'll see. It uh, it's coming quick, and I am excited. Just got the. Uh, rented a house this year. Um, my dad always comes with me, and then my sister is in horticulture school, and she wants to come this year. Some of her professors are going. And, whatnot so I was like you better bring some walking shoes because you're gonna be tired um, I think she's actually gonna take some of the classes that they offer to because uh, it coincides with some of her schooling or something but whatever it'll be uh, it'll be fun and it will be here soon what is that this, I guess it's two months from right about now man that's crazy just two months. I'm ready for that recharge. I always feel when I'm there, it's not necessarily about seeing the equipment and the vendors. It is that you're getting that charge off of the other people. Um, seeing the other guys in the industry is, and finding, so I guess more than likely, it's more like finding other nerds who like talking about grass. That's, that's probably more realistic, but <laughs> either way, it's a, uh, it's a fun time. And I always come back so pumped and, and ready to get that, uh, that end of the year, uh, going and, uh, grinding out. Well, I just pulled up to this property and it doesn't look super tall. So that, uh, that is a plus and I'm going to hop out here, go mow it and, move on to the next one i gotta well we got like an hour and a half left for gotta go home get ready for church tonight so gotta make use of best use of the time 
But I hope everybody has a great day. Focused and knocking them out. Y'all have a great one. We'll talk to you in the next one.